You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome to Soul, Silence, and Sound. I want to thank you for being here today or for those that are listening in after the fact. Today we're going to dive into a little Dharma talk around trust and then we'll dive into a silent meditation with a little background by Random Rab and then sound, balancing, grounding for your system. And so at this moment here on planet Earth, uh, trust is something that will eventually need to be repaired. And why I say eventually is because it's hard to completely repair trust when one is not fully in the know of what is unfolding around them. It's similar on a micro level if you have a relationship and someone is having uh, an affair with someone outside of the relationship and you don't know about it, and then you find out trust has been broken. So that's like a microcosm, or if someone does something to uh, you and you had no idea, and then you would discover trust has been broken. So there's micro ways that this happens, and there's macro. And right now, uh, at this moment, the veils keep dropping and more and more of humanity is becoming aware. And really this had to happen in a a slow paced process because there is this thing called cognitive dissonance that when one sees something that they weren't aware of, uh, the mind gets shattered and its protection mechanism is to pretend that that's not true what they're seeing and to shut it off to make themselves comfortable so they don't really like have a complete meltdown uh and so this is a good protective mechanism that our mind can sequester sometimes in extreme trauma we'll put it in a a little box to keep it safe but for right now uh what's happening is the veil is so thin that it's very clear and obvious as to what is being revealed to many, not all. And so for those of you, I did a great talk with an author, Carrie Kelly, American Detox. Um, I'm going to put that link below, or if actually it'll be the next thing you could listen to after this on all the streaming services. But not everyone is on the same page about what they think is so, but bit by bit, it's all becoming very clear. So the what is will always be, and you can't change the matter of fact things that have occurred. And so this word trust, if we just bring it to the the micro level, is that it's time to start rebuilding trust with things that we have direct impact and relationship to. And so for anything first starts with the internal. So how does one rebuild trust with the interior self 
to the outside world because this is a very important part of the process is that when one realizes that they've been manipulated, lied to, uh, they didn't understand what they were participating in, they didn't understand even what was going on behind their back or in plain sight. And so when the individual has that realization, they become shocked and go through all these different phases of trying to make sense of this new bed of information. And so we start with the interior because what happens is the individual typically uh, blames self. If they're not a self-aware human being, they might start to try to blame the other person that did this to them or organization or this, that, or the other. But really it comes to the interior because if one was not willing to see or had their own ulterior motives of what they wanted to be, then the manipulation was really taking place simultaneously. Basically one person that is relatively potentially innocent in the situation and one person that was covertly manipulating or overtly manipulating the situation, uh, it became an entanglement. So in this moment, on a spiritual level, we want to rebuild up our own trust within ourself. This is going to be really important because as more and more information becomes available, we can't stick our head in the sand anymore, nor do we want the things that are going on to continue going on on this planet. And so by building up a deeper relationship with self, with trust, trusting ourselves, and our friend or friends, our inner court of ethics, inner code of ethics, then we know, hey, we can rely on ourselves to uphold those inner code of ethics with the outside world. And so a lot of people can like make up things. They can make up ideology. They can make up theology. They can make up all kinds of things. They can even make up stories so that they perceive a relationship the right way or the wrong way, just based on what they would decide they want to see. And this is why in our perceptual reality, we require an observer to uh, help co-create the reality we're in. Now, in this moment, there's been the mass humanity perceiving reality in one level and it being reinforced by covert energies that have been manipulating so that we wouldn't see the wrongdoing on the planet. It's been hiding in plain sight. And that has impacted so many things. All It's touched all of our lives in different ways. And when we get really honest with our spiritual practices and our inner faith and our core values, then we can start to shift things from the inside out. And then we have more strength and willingness to see what is. Because sometimes it takes great courage to see what is. And it takes even more time to discern what is the best course of action in that moment. But ultimately, you know where you won't waver. And I've used this example before, but I'm going to use it again. I haven't checked in with him, but I'll send him a recording of this. Uh, a friend of mine, I'm not going to name his name, but uh, 
is an activist and he will do activism with hunger strikes, uh, walks, all different kinds of things, uh, silent meditations in silent opposition, nonviolent oppositions. And so he uh, has done this in accord with his code of ethics. He has mirrored his ethics with his action. He's left jobs. He's sat down on the line saying, no, we don't support this. And so the deeper that gets within self than one knows in everyday life, they can uphold that. And that might mean sometimes leaving a job, not working for a company anymore, not shopping at a store anymore, being educated and seeing what is not out of convenience, going and keep supporting some organization, company, and so forth that is committing crimes against humanity. And so it's each self's choice in this moment to decide what they want to know, do and know, and also having a willingness in this moment to receive new bodies of information, receive confirmations. So in a spiritual practice, when we have the observer, the observer has to really let go of all attachments to see clearly. When any observer is attached to an ideology, a thematic, a story, even a grasping at knowing, they're not objective. In addition, if that observer is attempting to shift what is being observed so that they can gather information or manipulate others, again, it's not a pure vision because it's being manipulated. And then two people looking at the same vision, one being the manipulator, it gets confusing. And uh, I guess everyday terms for a lot of people would be the whole idea of gaslighting someone, manipulating it so they one person questions their reality. So basically, at this moment, you can just um, fairly understand in the moment or reflect back potentially where you've been made to feel that you are uh, crazy. You're not thinking right. No, that didn't really happen. You don't know what you're talking about. And so I know this on a macro level might seem a little heavy, but it's important. And for those that are listening, you'll receive it in the way that you need to. And so right now we want to have courage. We want to have an eyes wide open. We want to have all the will and the focus to see what is, to be the clear observer, not only for ourselves but all beings. And as those things are seen and confirmed and reconfirmed, integrated with new bodies of information, then each one of those observers can continue to hold that resonance not to be traumatized, not to be in fear, not to be in doubt, but to hold it with a resonance that this is no more. And to have a conviction within yourself that you can trust yourself with seeing that information, that you can trust yourself, that you can stand up in your highest and your best for the humanity in all of us. We can't cower at this point. We can't just turn our head and look the other way. And this sourcing from within is so vital right now. And the only person that can do it is you. 
And so a couple things that will be required is for you internally to take some time, especially in this next week, to really evaluate where you've kind of turned the head. You've turned the head and looked the other way because you don't want to look at it. And where you've brought your attention back to just, you know, you don't have to overlook at something, but you can really take the time to say, wow, I see that. And I have a responsibility. I have a ethical responsibility to do something with that body of information in my everyday life. And so by acknowledging internally, you'll see where the little slip-ups might be, where you're like, ah, I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. I don't have to worry about that. It's not my problem. People say this all the time, but it's all of our problem. We co-created this reality. So a two-step process is one, first deciding if you're willing to rebuild trust from within. And then the second one is that if you have courage to see. And those two will start to lead you in a process that you can start to see what is. And the value of seeing what is, is that then other people can see what is. <laughs> and you can't dispute it. The, the elephant in the room, everyone can see it. And then that's that awkward moment because the trickster realizes that they are caught. And then that's where that proverbial veil drops finally once and for all. And for each and every one of you that are listening to this, this might have a micro story on a, a certain level. For some of you, this might have a macro story that you're maybe feel helpless to. And that's why I really encourage it to go to the micro level. Look at what's happening in and around your world right now. Look at where you've stuck your head in the sand, where you're willing to look, where you know that you don't trust yourself, where you actually haven't done the healing and that you're ready to heal, that you're ready to put to rest these things that have held you hostage. And from there, then you can start progressing for the betterment of yourself and others. And then guess what? Once we trust ourselves, once we know beyond anything that these are our core values and this is that I trust myself to uphold those core values, that then, you know, okay, I'm good. Now I can engage with the human population and all other beings that exist on this planet, that you have the capacity to say, I know where I stand and I'm going to hold that resonance for myself as I engage in the world. Now, this isn't boundaries. This is just knowing where you stand. And that means you know where to engage and where not to, where to continue, where to walk away. That is your choice. And so then what happens in that moment, it's really powerful. You start realizing like, wow, I absolutely can uphold this, this right here in my microcosm. And then that starts to have this beautiful ripple effect because everyone in and around you will be impacted by your actions. And so if you so to choose, you have this beautiful way to create an impact for all of humanity. And then the final component that I want to add to this before we go into the meditation is that I welcome you with 
trust, rebuilding the trust from within, because it's not going to just be about you reclaiming and having courage and seeing it and upholding your ethics. Because when you start to uphold your inner ethics, you will be challenged. You will see where you've let yourself down, where you knew when you should have left the room, when you knew you should have got out of this, that, or the other, when you knew that something wasn't right, but you didn't speak up. And so that will give you some choices to make and be patient with yourself. The other component, as you see, as you have courage, I really welcome the practice of prayer. And prayer is a personal word. It's attached potentially to a theological practice, indigenous practice, an earth practice, whatever it might be. And I'm not talking about spells. I really do not encourage anyone to be practicing anything occult on this planet. Simple offerings to the planet, simple prayers, really praying deeply to be guided in the way that supports your highest and best. And you can do that in your way. That's a very personal, intimate process. And I encourage you to keep it that way. It's private unless you're with a group, a sangha or a group community where you're all on the same page and you can hold that energy in the same way. And the key component is that you meet that, that feeling from within for yourself right now, really asking for guidance for yourself. And then that'll ripple out for the benefit of all. And it is important for me to state or hear is that sometimes we think that our actions are for the benefit of all because we think we know the way, we know the best way. And as I've shared many times over that the unseen, the divine has many paths and it's accessible everywhere. It's your choice if you want to interface. It's your choice how you relate to it. It's your choice of how you put the syntax to it. And do not let anyone rent space in your head about that interface. That's yours. And you all know the difference between something feeling dark and something feeling light, something feeling sad, something feeling happy, something feeling heavy, something feeling physically light you know energetically those difference. And if you don't, send me an email. I'm happy to um, hop on a call with you to share and uh, transmit those frequencies so you can discern them. And this is how you learn to trust yourself because you feel the shifts of energy. And that's why we're going into an emotive age, a age of mastery, because we will be able to tap into energies that will give us access to our highest in a much more effortless manner. But those access points do not just get handed to you. They require practice, discipline, and focus. So if inspired, I encourage you to start to look within, start to ask yourself where you don't trust yourself and where you're ready to repair that relationship of trust with yourself. And as you do, I welcome you to really understand where your code of ethics are in that process and to deepen your understanding of what it means to pray or to make an offering or to call in to the unexplainable. And if you need help with that, I can help you with that too, to find language that resonates with you. And finally, I really encourage you in this moment, humanity, you are kind, compassionate, 
beautiful beings. Be nice to one another. Everyone has the freedom to choose how they want to interface with their interior landscape and their external landscape. And it is uh, built into us to be kind to all beings, to be kind to all beings. Humanity has that capacity. For those beings that don't have that capacity, they don't really have a place in this ecosystem, but it doesn't mean we can't hold compassion for them. And so rather than divide humanity, this is the time for you to unite. This is the time for you to allow each and every one of humanity, all of us to coexist and access this unseen divine in the way that feels aligned for them. And for those of you that might be listening to this that are in a power position and know within certain areas there's a veil held up and certain organizations have been manipulated, especially under theology, I call upon you to find your heart and to drop that veil because it'll be dropped for all of us in the near future. And it's better to take right action now before it happens in another way. That way, those that have to see or are ready to see can see and help support the rest of humanity through the process. So I want you all to know that are listening, I love you. I hold you all deeply in my heart. And that the humanity in all of us is something so special. And it's time for it to awaken Start by rebuilding your trust from within, your love from within. Feel solid in yourself, and then you're ready to engage with the world around you. Start with your family unit, your friends, your neighbors, and let it ripple from there. As we go into this uh, meditation, just come up into an upright seated position. Taking a nice, gentle breath in. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. Yeah, yeah, you are free.
So just gently, I welcome you to Just bring yourself into Shavasana, reclining completely flat on the floor or bed or sofa, and just lay with your back to that surface, palms face up, and then continue to follow your breath and receive.
Mm-hmm. 
Taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to gently move the fingers and toes and gently rise up into a seated position. Taking another deep breath in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. Good, and then gently from there, just taking a moment to just give gratitude for all that you are, all aspects of self. Taking another deep breath in. And out. Good. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to continue to breathe in and out.
And then if inspired, sending out some love, compassion, kindness out beyond here. Taking another deep breath in. And out. Good. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more. Inhale. And exhale. Good. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to gently follow your breath. And then as inspired, stay here a little bit longer. Uh, just to let everything that you received run over you, run through you, fill you up and inspire you to look in a little deeper. And if you have the space, maybe uh, create a journal entry in your mind or on a piece of paper and uh, just connect with all that you are and where you'd like to trust yourself more and start there and really counter reflect on what that is and how your core ethics can assist you in upholding that trust with yourself and repairing that trust with yourself. So I want to give a special thanks to Random Rab, Dante Marino, and Kadri Scott and the unseen for supporting us all in miraculous ways. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.